Hello, this is another episode of Real Estate 101. Glad to be back with you all. Your boy JB's here with you just to just break down some kind of information that's been coming across my newsfeed on Facebook. And I, it's really interesting because a couple of weeks ago, a friend asked me about this and I'm like, oh yeah, that was a random question. And then all of a sudden I started getting all this stuff on Facebook about the Arizona real estate market. Um, and it was really interesting to me. So I was like, okay, is the computer listening to my phone or is that vice versa? But either way. So um, if you haven't been living under a rock, you know that the real estate market is booming right now. Um, good interest rates, um, it's really, really, really a buyer's market. I mean, people are honestly, you know, going, doing way more. They're, they're, they're in a bidding war, pretty much. They're in a bidding war. Um, and I see the same things with the auctions and how things are moving just really quickly. Um, and I know the pandemic had a lot to do with that. People are no longer, thank God, um, they're no longer stuck going to a nine to five where there's, you know, four walls and a, or a cubicle or whatever, you know, now we're all able to work from home and we're able to um, just be a little bit more diverse in how we work, which I think is absolutely amazing. So um, going back to real estate in Arizona, um, you know, clearly Arizona real estate market is really hot right now. I mean, the center of a lot of the action uh, in Arizona um, is the Phoenix metropolitan area. Um, I don't know. However, I you know I, I when it comes to real estate investing, every area is hot right now, though, right? I mean, it just is what it is. That's just where we are right now. Um, and based on whether or not you're looking for Arizona real estate just as an investment avenue, or whether you're looking for Arizona real estate to actually live in, your preferences would change a bit. Right. Because you have, think about all the people that are in the market right now. You have investors who are going to buy and hold. You have investors who are buying and flipping. And then you have those people who are honestly looking for their forever home or at least a home for now. Um, so it's really interesting uh, dynamic going on in the uh, real estate world today. And then um, I, but, but I think the thing to remember um, is, you know, you always want to you always want to get the lowest price you know and that is something that in my opinion would take that requires some effort all right I, I i don't believe in paying more for a property than it's worth than it's appraised value um i understand that some people will take concessions right i know there's some people who are le renting or you know leasing the property back to um the seller until they're able to find another you know home or relocate or whatever they're going to do um there's a lot of different you know things that are going on in you know the market that wasn't happening happening a few years ago so i think that's interesting but at the end of the day i in my opinion my humble opinion whether you're an investor or you're a homeowner you're like meaning you're really going to go in there and live in that home you should always be looking at the low price. Like You should always try to get a bang for your buck. I mean, that's really what life is about, especially as it relates to real estate investment. So, I mean, if you're looking to get a piece of Arizona real estate for yourself and your family, then you, you know, you're going to need to consider a lot of different things. <laughs> and all those different things will also influence your perception of the lowest or the best price for that Arizona real estate piece. 
So for an investor, we might look at things completely different than you might. We're not looking at, I mean, although having a property, I mean, yeah, owning a property that you're renting out in a good school district um, is really desirable because, you know, you're going to, you know, pull some of those, you know, great, those families who want to be in that area, but don't necessarily want to buy or can't buy. Um, but is it our guiding principle? Is it our guiding thought process? Absolutely not. Um, and it shouldn't be yours if you're a real estate investor. <laughs> it really shouldn't. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, there's a lot of different things to go into when you're thinking about your first investment property, or even if this is your second or third, there's a lot of things that go into it. I don't think this, the, the school district that it's in is one of them. It does factor in a bit though, but I, I don't think that it's, you know, one of the guiding, uh, factors. Um, the best price for the same Arizona rental piece, right, uh, might be different for different people because of their level of motivation to buy a particular property. Um, so if you have a lot of friends in that particular area in Arizona, um, then Arizona real estate in that area might become your preference and hence increase your motivation level. You might decide that you want to, you would, you know, go a little bit over your, your budget or over what you wanted to budget for that property. Similarly, your buying motivation will be higher, right? Your, your buying motivation is going to be completely higher than, um, someone like myself who is just going to go there and, you know, make sure it's, it's, it's inhabitable and it's fixed up and, you know, you know, start to, you know, get some rental income or flip it as, as quickly as possible. Um, you know, and, and if you have children, you know, like I said, you're going to look around for the best school. So again, you would like to evaluate your lifestyle and see if there is a place that is in particular suited to your lifestyle. So when you're looking at real estate where home buyers are looking at real estate from a, you know, more of a social construct, right? Do I see myself fitting in here? socially so there are a lot of factors that could lead to an increased motivation levels right generally more the the more the motivation of either side whether the buyer or the seller lesser lesser is their negotiation power and that's what i think is a problem and it, it's i think it's going to correct itself in a, in a few years but that's sort of the problem for investors right now is because you know uh, home buyers don't necessarily look at just the price they're looking at things from a completely different construct and so that makes it a little more difficult um my thing is, even if you're a homeowner and you're going to purchase, you know, you're going to go look at a property, it doesn't matter what your motivation is to buy a particular, you know, Arizona real estate piece. It really doesn't matter. Do not show it in front of the seller. <laughs> though, you know, though I think hiding your motivation is a bit difficult, uh, nonetheless, give it a good try, please. Uh, if you're looking for real estate, just for the investment purposes, then you would probably have a lot more time on hand to, you know, evaluate various properties uh, before you actually go ahead with one. You're not as motivated. Uh, you're looking for the best price. So your motivations, your buy-in motivation would not and should not be too high, <laughs> right? 
Absolutely not. It's two different things. Remember that if you have time on your hand, you can always get better deals. And there are a lot of Arizona real estate deals out there. If you look, you know, if you were to look properly. Okay. So let's be very clear about investing uh, in Arizona. Not a bad idea, but you have to understand, and this is not just Arizona, but I just got, you know, I got that question. You have to understand people's motivation and you have to be in this for the long haul. If people are purchasing above what's normal for that area, um, that's okay for them. But you want to get something at a lower price. So even if you have to get a property that you might have to put a little bit of money into it, if you're looking at the aftermarket repair value, you should be evaluating all of that as an investor. Okay, so thank you for letting me bug you <laughs> for a good 10 minutes uh, out your day. Um, I, I really appreciate the opportunity to, you know, give these tidbits of information as we continue with investing. Um, the good investor, right? You need to be the good investor. You need to be very mindful and careful about how you're investing and that you, because you, your ultimate goal is to get a re, uh, return on your investment, right? You want to be able to get a return on your invest, investment and the way you get a return on your invest, investment, I can't say that word for some reason. <laughs> the way you get a return on your investment is simply by following the rules, by low, let the, if you want to, uh, if, if you're a buy and hold, you buy low, you get the, the most out of that property during that time that you're buying, uh, that you, you're renting, and you wait for the property to appreciate to a point where either you can grab money out of it, or you, um, you grab money, money out of it, or you sell it, right? Um, but, you know, just wanted to make sure that we sat there and we kind of let the, you know, the, 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 the two differences kind of uh you know play themselves out because it's going to continue to play itself out in the market and i'd be really interested to hear anyone's comments thoughts or questions um about the real estate market in arizona um all right that's it for now thank you guys for joining we'll talk to you soon